What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome back to Bleach Boys. Doing episode 18, the Masked and Masculine premiere ringside fight episode. Very exciting. Uh, we're going to see two captains become absolute frauds and one become actually OG. It's not a captain, actually. So, right? Hate uh, to see it for those two people. Real quick, did this episode seem to just fly by? Well, yep. so, like, it felt, I mean, I feel like that's why I was saying last time with the pacing. If this were any other anime, we got. Two captains fighting one main bad guy. A whole other fight that wraps up in this episode as well. We would have been looking at least three to five episodes. That's at what least. I was thinking. I, I expected, you know, what we do end up with just being kind of cut in half mm-hmm. and then continuing the rest. Yeah, it was fucking lightning fast. I'm okay with it, though, but it was just like, holy shit, this is going fast. This episode has some really fucking good animation. Like, really, really good. Um, I do want to say, and I want to put an asterisk before we even hop into this episode. All the talk of the Komamura Bankai from last time. I went back and I watched the OG. Like, when he first released it the first time, which was a lot of just, like, a standing picture. It wasn't even that much. You didn't even get to see much of his Bankai. I missed the color in Bleach. Yeah. I missed the color. Like, the happy tones and more, I didn't like, realize bright, how much vibrant. I missed it until I went back and saw the original. I was like, man, I missed the color. But that's just a nostalgia talking, isn't it? No. No. <laughs> it's not. It's not. He's like, it's, no. I... I, I Love how this looks. It's incredible. It looks super, super good. Like the animation for this whole season and the for that first season as well has been incredible. I just miss the vibrant colors of the original one. Okay. I, I, I definitely see that though. It's definitely, it makes sense though. This is a darker, more gritty bleach, you know, being at war. And then we had like the old school stuff where it's all light and sunny all the time. I just like, I mean, I don't, I'm going to be a bit of a downer. <laughs> I just feel like they're using the shadows just to not, just the high details. You know, I think you could do that. It's, it makes sense. And it's just like, uh, I, I just, I went back and I watched it and I was like, man, I love like this style that they have going on right now. Like I said, again, I'm going to be a broken record. It looks fucking incredible. All right. But I like the original style so much more, so much more. Well, I hope they remake bleach. Remember at the end of uh, last season, when we got to see a shot in the daytime, I was like, look, colors back yeah and it was yeah. great it was so good and i guess maybe that goes with like because they were saying the tone where it's like oh it's gonna be this depressing long you know war it's gonna be dark and moody i need some colors man would you compare it to Zack snyder yeah you yes, know all I, dark I need some colors man <laughs> like please give me something it could be nighttime and i could still get some colors in here like it, it's just it's depressing i mean it is a war whenever we switch back to my yuri we get some good color that is true, especially as RGB. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of, let's hop into the episode. That's where the episode <laughs> starts. We're with Squad 6 in the Research and Development Department. And I immediately put Kisuke and Akon are just having this nice little conversation back and forth. They're besties. They're homies. They're, they're, they're fucking besties. I like that. I like Way that more than what Mayuri ever had a conversation with him at all. Mm-hmm. Like, Akon's probably like, fuck, I wish I could work under Kisuke. So we get a big update here. And I absolutely fucking love this scene. 
I've said already before that I love wrap up episodes, and this yeah, felt like a yeah, little bit of a little wrap like up here. Here's where we're standing currently. I was like, "Fuck yes!" So the Cerate is about forty two percent of its whole forces left still alive. The active military strength is sitting at about thirty percent. Soifan is currently injured, and Omida is transporting her to get first aid. His guy's spiritual pressure completely disappeared after his last battle. Kipashi straight up just isn't answering any calls. I kind of feel like I'm doing my My Hero Academia recap of how fast this is going. I'm going to slow it down for a second. <laughs> Akon tells them to just ignore Squad 11 as a whole. Just forget him. Hey, he knows... He, he knows what's up. Hey, rude as fuck is what I got to say. I'd be like, man, I still like to be invited to the party. I like to get a call, but it's like, man, I don't got an answer. You don't know if going to stop inviting me. We learned that Squad 3 and 9, which, you know, Rose and Kensei, they are, of course, good for now. And they were apparently assessing the situation, air quotes, quotes. bullshit. And then Mayuri calls Shunsui and informs him that, you know, while he was busy fucking around with Jugram there, uh, our, enemy, our forces have dwindled down to 30%. And he tells him to do his job. So he, I do like that, though. Yeah. He's like, do your job, head captain. Yeah. So he patches him through to everybody here, and that's when we see that they basically the latest map of the Soul Society proper has been uploaded to everybody's old school flip phone, so now they can see the actual layout of Soul Society as we know it now. And uh, he tells everybody to stop fighting individually, head to the nearest barracks that are actually still there, and you know, not exhaust yourself. Begin which, the regrouping. Yeah, which is a good game plan, really. I don't think, I mean, this is a horrible memory, but I don't think we see much of the fodder anymore after this. Is that correct, Pythes? No, not a whole lot. Okay. Yeah, so I think this is just a good in-universe excuse. It's like, yeah, fall back, bunker up, bunker up. And they're like, okay, now we can just send the Gs out there. We don't got to worry about the other shit. Uh, literally everything that happens before the, the opening theme is all anime only. Okay. Okay, I and like this. I got to give it to him again because I loved this whole part where they're like, what's going on in the world? Here's what's happening with the war. Here's what the forces are at. Here's how everything is looking. Here's the status of a lot of the key players. And it's like, damn, that is great. It's perfect. It's what the old recaps should have been. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was very, very good. In-universe recap is basically what yeah. that was. And they, they, they knocked it out of the park. So we go immediately back to the masculine and Kensei interaction, which we saw last time. He they did wa- the Luffy. Yeah, they wasted no fucking time on that, which, once again, it just goes to the pacing of this episode. The rewound recap again, quick in-universe, back to where we left off last episode. And then... um. I, I was thinking when I saw the Luffy technique that happened, and, you know, we see the whole interaction with Kensei again where he's like, oh, I'm just going to go and you know, investigate those over there. Now, let's say if Kensei didn't stop Mask from leaving, he would have just gone over there and got fucked up, right? And we still would have had Kensei and Rose. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's what happens when I agree. you butt your nose in other people's business, man. If they just let Mask leave, they could have saved you know anybody in the area they could have done their you know assessing the situation like miri said they were doing instead they butted in they got fucked up shuhei was already fine ikaku was already fine yumichiko's fine they weren't dead dead they could they could have they just, just knocked out up. but they could have just waited. you know to be fair though they are captains and they are assessing the situation and taking care of any unwanted well, guests let me ask you this jose how well did they assess the situation to get fucked up we 10 know seconds they did later, dude. too well they didn't assess <laughs> i'm just shit. saying they did their job they didn't did it horribly. If they were assessing the situation, apparently, why did not they not watch for a second and they already have that intellect where they're like, oh, we need to kill James. Instead, they had to wait for Shuhei to tell him. Well, because Shuhei uh, regained consciousness later. Yeah, that was ridiculous. <laughs> if they were assessing the situation, where the fuck were they? 
Come to on. Be fair, to be fair, Mask was about to like crush uh, Shusei's head. Yeah, he was about to get curb stomped, dude. Listen, what's one crushed watermelon in a field of a million? All right, that's what I'm saying. Okay, Shuhei's pretty cool. <laughs> he just spent an entire training arc trying to get that guy learn bonds. All right, yeah, and Kensei just goes. That's right. And this is what I got. It's like when you hire somebody new at work, you get them all the way through the training, they fucking quit. It's like, oh <laughs> man, dude. Damn it. It's like I don't want to start all over. So he fucking hopped in there and got to work. I guess. Don't cost fallacy. He doesn't want to give up now. There you yeah, go. Yeah. Yeah, He's yeah. already invested so much in the shoe. He's like the piece of shit. So Kensei immediately goes Bankai as promised, which I thought was beautiful. Again, just really well. I like seeing the his Bankai come together. And That's we cool. get Matt. Yeah, super cool. And we get Mask to Mask in. He rips off his cape and immediately fucking drop kicks Kensei. Just I like, thought that was hilarious. He goes he for the, the ringy move right yep. on Kensei. I'm like, holy shit. And Kensei blocks. And he's like, oh, well, you're telling me that idiot lost to attack like this and fucking gut punches him, which, uh, you know, going to be a little ironic on that quote that he just did there. So we get an explanation of Kensei's powers here, which I don't know if we've ever gotten it. I don't my remember it at all. It me on this one. So it we was learned, in there. Okay. It so was we learned that. Oh, no, no. But did we know this before this part in the manga? No. Okay. okay. So this is the first time we're getting an explanation of his power because we've seen his powers before. He just gets roasted. He always. got wrecked by Wonderwise, mm-hmm. I think. So Boy, he explains he. that Tachikaze is a Zanpakuto that can cause its sword trajectory to explode, which that was the direct Hulu translation. What the fuck does that mean? Pythes? What do you mean? Okay, his power of his, like, I assume this is of his Shikai that we're talking yeah. about originally, causes its sword tra- trajectory to explode. So does he slash in the air and it causes explosions behind it? What is that initial power? Well, he does use, like, a Kamehameha kind of thing when he's training uh, Ichigo. So, And he did use that off of Shikai, so maybe that was it. So he can maybe shoot some sort of, like, again, like, extension, but instead it's an explosion forward. I guess. I mean, when he punches mask and he holds it there, it just keeps exploding. But that's that's the Bankai power. That's why I was wondering if this is two different explanations. Because he says that the regular Tachikaze causes its sword trajectory to explode. And then he goes on further to say his Tekken Tachikaze is a Bankai that crams the force of these explosions into his fist. Okay, so, so I'm he, guessing he just, it's like percussion. He just, he swings okay, his yeah. thing. Okay, that makes a lot of sense then. So it's like he swings it, but then almost like a like a sound wave or something hits you, like an explosive one. Yeah, you seem like a character that punches really hard. Like All Might when he punches like a Detroit Smash and it just like sends something flying. Okay, yeah. sure, That's sure. What I'm thinking. I still don't understand it, but okay. Anyways, uh, the, I- the, the lore master has not paid attention to Kensei for shit. <laughs> I mean, it's like, uh, with good reason. Attention, everybody. The lore master is bowing out on this one. Thank you. Like- to be, I think Kensei's cool. I just don't care about him a whole lot. And I, mean, I agree. I mean, his character design's badass. I would argue that f- keeps you right in line with Kubo. So congratulations <laughs> by these. <laughs> well, we linked up our menstrual cycles on that. Yeah. <laughs> so he says that the explosive power will continue to assault you as long as his fist is in contact with you. So basically he could hold it up against you and it just That's fucking badass. keeps going nonstop. I do like that. That's cool. Yeah, incredible. And then Massive Masculine gets fucking sent flying all over the place. And then his chest is really fucked up. And that's when we see James, a.k.a. Pythes, cry for Mr. Hell and yeah. Shuhei Mister. starts crawling towards him is like, Kensei, you got to get rid of the little guy first. And then James cries out, cries out for Superstar. And I thought they went fucking hard on this. When his mask lights up, 
I thought what that was were badass. They, were they on crack animating that for that one scene? Japanese love wrestling. Dude, okay? they went apeshit like, with the up. crackling of the light. And yep. the animation got crazy just for like the five seconds. I was like, that was what the fuck? Speaking of wrestling, this episode did air the same night as SummerSlam. Ah, mm-hmm. okay. okay. I didn't even realize that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he planned Kuba planned that from day one, of course. He knew yeah, SummerSlam. Yeah, he knew he planned day. it from chapter one. <laughs> <laughs> He's the Eisen of the wrestling world. He knew this day was gonna come. So Mask gets back up, launches Kensei into a tower, um, punches Rose as well, and he declares himself as S the superstar. And Kensei immediately recoups and attempts to fly back and attack him, but he's met with a star eagle kick and a star headbutt. I love that. That's yeah. when he goes uh, Volstang, right? Or? No, not yet. No. Not yet. Okay, that's right before. So at this point, Kensei is able to connect and explosions just start going off rapidly while Mask is blocking, basically protecting his head. And Mask declares that that's not going to work on him. And Kensei gets his fucking arm broken, which I don't know if you guys noticed. Kensei gets his arm broken. He's on the ground. We see the blood start to come out. You can see the bone. Yeah. Dude, yeah. that why? I had to pause it because I wasn't sure for a second. I was that like, that is Dude. gruesome. Some. They don't like draw the bone wide or anything, but you can see it coming out of his arm. I'm like, that is that's that compound fracture up. right there, yeah. dude. That is really bad. Like he's done though. That is more brutal than any of the clean arm cuts that have happened in the other anime. Well, yeah, and I feel like you could argue that probably a scene that would have re- uh, rivaled that, which would they cut from the anime, was Udyu getting his arm fucking cut off by Okiura. Yeah. But yeah, they, yeah. that's not even in the anime. And this one now is in the adult time slot, so they're allowed to show that kind hey, of stuff. And they're go. like, we're going to break this fucker's arm. We're going to draw the bone bleeding. Crazy shit. So Kensei gets slammed on again. Mass says he doesn't even need a 10 count here because he's already fucked up. And then Rose, out of all people, does like a pro gamer move and just cuts James in half with, without like I legit stabs forgot him, about him. that. And he's just like, nah. He yeah. Wraps it around him and just I was like, damn. Him. All right, Rose. Respect. Respect. Like he's thinking. And- My girlfriend came in and she's like, what the fuck? A little kid just got <laughs> murked. I'm like, I'm like yeah. you don't understand. Yeah. Okay. You don't understand. That's Pythes. It's not a little yeah. kid. <laughs> you don't understand. Pythes is making him too strong. <laughs> yeah. It was a necessary evil. So. So Rose declares that loud and noisy guests are not welcome in his dance. And Rose begins to form um, his Bankai, which is weird, like, golden doll things. They remind me of the uh, Demogorgon from Stranger totally. Things. Totally. The way they totally. open up their face. Yep. Just, like, golden version of him. And he pulls out his conductor sticks and these two floating gold hands start I thought that was cool. Him. I was like, all right, this sick. is sick. I, once again... They do the thing with CG, which I just I hate, and I didn't I didn't notice it when they did it with the coma or anything, but I noticed it here. The frame rate starts getting really shitty the moment the CG it's gets on the down. screen, and I know they do that to be artistic, and I fucking hate it. They slow down the CG because like, oh well, the frame rate of animation is this much frame rate, but then on CG it looks choppy, and they're like, well, we're just doing the same frame rate. It's like, no, don't do the same frame rate. Like, make it look smooth. It looks horrible. Anyways, the Bankai was cool. That's that's all I gotta say about the animation of that. So. We get Bankai Kinshara Budodan, and it is a dance troupe of death, and the price of mission is your life, says Rose. The first program he titles Sea Drift as water begins to spin and kind of engulf around mask to masculine. And the second program is Prometheus as they begin to shoot fire at mask as well. And mask at this point knows something's fucking up. He says no zombie token control both water and fire at the same time. And this is where Rose really fumbles the bag. He fumbles the bag really yeah. hard. Here. This is he the be- part I have been so excited to get to. <laughs> since they announced the anime was coming back so rose says that's right 
my technique is deception, which rule number one, you don't reveal your technique is deception, okay? And he says, deceptions always capture the hearts of others. And Rose continues saying that he controls music and the deceptive melody that echoes in your ears will captivate your heart. When your heart is captivated by my spell, you will burn and breathe your last. So he goes to do his third program called Ein Heldenleben. And Mask is just standing there plugging his ears. And Rose is at first caught a little bit off guard. Like, is this guy really fucking trying to plug his ears? And he says that plugging ears aren't going to help. And Mask pulls his ears out or pulls his fucking fingers out, shows that there's blood all over them. Rose realizes that he raptured his fucking eardrums. And it just goes to shit from there. So, like, I just listen. Pro gamer move, though, on his part. Listen. I don't get Rose's Bankai. I don't fucking get it. Because if he. If. Mask had the ability. Okay, he goes on to kill Rose. Okay, we're gonna get to that coming up. But if Mask had the ability to shoot the fucking laser this whole time, why would he even fuck around? Just shoot the laser. Literally, Rose's Bankai has Rose standing there stationary. Stationary. The shittiest Bankai I've ever seen. Does it trap Mask and Masculine in there? He doesn't even say. Does it stun him? Apparently not, because he can still move his fucking arms. What? That is the shittiest Bankai I've ever seen. It's Power Rangers rules. You gotta let people show off the cool thing. But, like, if he's just going to be able to move after that and, like, even move his hands to plug per, puncture his fucking eardrums, it's not like, oh, that active and puncturing his eardrums all of a sudden makes it so he's broken free of this melody. He was full-on moving before that. What he a didn't shit. really know what was going on. Well, it's like the sound waves are what causes them to do or feel the water and the fire. Is that correct, Yeah, Pythes? Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It, those, aren't, those don't actually exist. And they yeah. show, like, him getting the burns. Oh, my God, it's like, like Demon Slayer. Like, yeah, but... Uh, <laughs> Why can he move? He needs to be part of the Bankai needs to be that I'm like controlling immobilized. Like you're immobilized. Yeah. Like you're immobilized by this sound. But instead he's just like full on. Oh, what's happening? Oh, let me plug my ears. Let me puncture him. It's like Rose has been a captain, you know, not that long. He got fucking kicked out, but he's had the Bankai for how fucking long? Thousands of years. And he's never had somebody try to puncture their own fucking eardrums. What a dumbass. Maybe he didn't explain it then. Dude, well, what the fuck's happening now? What what the fuck is <laughs> he happening? He got now? cocky. He got cocky. Co- cocky was, was what? He saw Kensei get fucked up. I was watching this whole scene with the biggest shit eating grin on my face. Like, oh, he's gonna tell him. <laughs> he's gonna tell him, and then yep. he gets shot. And it's I, was I do love the special laughing. beam cannon. Well, just like why even tell him? I get the explaining the the abilities like an anime thing, and it's for a lot of times for the audience. Why mention the part about the ears? Why mention that? It could just be like, oh, my power is music. All right. Yeah, sure. Whatever. You know, he's like, oh, yeah. Once it hits your ears, by the way. Hey, heads up, mask. Your ears, by the way, is where my powers go. And he's like, oh, oh, all right. Yeah. Well, hey, done. And just fucking takes it out. Well, this would have just started handing out a pamphlet going, hello, my name is Rose. This is exactly how my this is how my powers work. Here's how you stop it. Thank you for your time. Yeah, exactly. His TED Talk. Hey, it's man. like, here you go. What if you had noise-canceling headphones? Would that work? Uh, Jose, no. honestly, I, I – <laughs> He's like, no. I think that would work, Jose. I, I, I'm i on board. Noise-canceling headphones, done. Because apparently, <laughs> what is the puncturing of the eardrums? How does that – what does that even accomplish? Well, you Stop. can't process, like, like noise coming into your ear anymore. I punctured yeah. my eardrum once, and I can still hear. It stops the, it stops the shit from vibrating. It's specifically the vibrations. Okay, now here's another thing. I punctured my eardrums once, and my whole ear felt like it was still vibrating. That's just you. Sam has bad ears. First-hand experience Sam with this. Sam has bad ears, I yeah. fucking punctured my eardrum one night, really late at night, full-on hole in the eardrum. Wait, how? I Okay, listen, I had a really bad ear infection. My ear was really clogged up. I was trying to make it so I could actually hear my ear because I was all clogged up. So I was trying to get earwax out of it, which you're not supposed to do, by the way. Don't put, don't put your finger in your ear. And I literally poked through my eardrum. 
yeah how so, the fuck does anyone do that <laughs> so didn't feel lovely um but I did not feel a pain in case anybody was wondering felt pretty painless. It was only when blood started gushing down out of my ears that I had a little bit of a meltdown and I could feel my whole ear like, um, almost, I don't know how to explain it, but like, like my whole ear, my whole ear. I have nothing so, to say to that. Holy shit. So I could beat Rose. Uh, I could beat Rose. That's all, that's all I'm saying. Sam could destroy Rose. Yep. Just hit him with your bonkai. Yeah, it'd be, well, I mean, I could beat anybody that way, Jose, but non-bonkai, I could beat Rose. So, Could you dumbass. counter his bonkai with loud enough music? Good question. Good question. What if we took Jiro, the speaker girl from My Hero Academia, and we had her blast oh, her yeah. speaker? Like, is, is that a counter? Like, how does it work? What if We're we never... blast a rude sandstorm mm-hmm. loud oh. enough? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Can a DJ, simple DJ, beat Rose? Get that subwoofer D- going. Can DJ Khaled... Can he beat? <laughs> Honestly, I I think so. I think we're ruling it. That I think so far. I'm gonna declare this right here right now. So far, of the whole anime, and I don't think anybody's gonna beat it. Rose fumbled the biggest bag I've ever seen. Biggest. I agree, and I don't think anybody's gonna beat it. There's just not I, a chance in hell. I think he fumbled even more than all those people that thought they could one v one Yamamoto. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah, yeah. they that was what that was right there was gumption. You know, yeah. they were like, Yeah, let's fuck this guy up. You know, like I I support the the thoughts that they could do that. You know, it's like that's some confidence right there that everybody should have in day to day. Rose was just a moron. Like there's nothing else to say about that. Oh well. Well yeah. you know what? Going back to it, uh, those three guys that Kimpachi killed. It was that one gorilla guy that yelled so yeah. loud it blew out Kimpachi's eardrums. Yeah. He, he could for sure counter Rose's Bonkai. True. <laughs> what that yell? True, true, true. Or if it was a 2v2, team, 2v2, he could just yell at his teammates, eardrums are done. They're good to go. Yeah. True. Yep. Do you think, do you think Grim Joe could do it when he releases? Uh, yep. W- yeah, because I mean, remember, Ichigo <laughs> straight up says what his <laughs> roars he, he are straight up. He didn't even let up. him finish the sentence. <laughs> <laughs> like, all he heard was, yep. Can Grim Joe? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> done. You know what I mean, though. His sound waves when he roars. That that shit was so cool. Oh, such a good bit in the anime. I think Grim Joe get roasted, honestly. But well, yeah, that's me. Um, uh, okay. out against Rose. Yeah, against Rose. Against Rose. Yep. If, like if apparently you're you're immune and you got to play by anime rules, what's he gonna do? What's he gonna do? <laughs> like to remind you that so far Rose's biggest accomplishment is he killed uh, a Gillian once. And he killed James. <laughs> he killed James like well, once, kind of. Hey, I'm easy to kill. That's not a. That's not a. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyways, anyways, anyways. Rose gets fucking shot through the goddamn chest. Is where we're gonna headed to this with a fucking stupid ass star blast. And Mask goes to finish off Rose because he's still fucking stumbling on the ground, being a dumbass. And Rinji appears in his new drip, which he looks very beautiful, oh my very God. amazing. The glasses are an incredible look. So an incredible look. We got to the glasses, and I'm like, that reminds me of the first time we saw yes. him because he does the same Dude, thing. Okay, I talk about later. There's a part where they're having their interaction, Mask and Rinji, and he does a smirk. He looks like old school Rinji. Like the first Renji. time that we see Rinji, where he looks like a fucking villain. They they brought that back, and he keeps calling himself. A villain. Yeah, they did a great job. This Rangy right back. here looks so similar. It immediately brought me back to the first appearance of Rangy, and I was like, "Dude, they nailed it." So good. Mm-hmm. Full circle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you remember when Rangy was cool? See yeah. if like the anime did. <laughs> no, I, I don't remember when Rangy was cool because he got fucking clowned on the moment he showed up in the anime. So must be talking about a, different characters. He had a cool fight with Ichigo and Soul Society. 
I mean, yeah, the rematch of the one that he already lost before Ichigo had powers. I wonder who was going to win that one. Is that where Ichigo hits him with the first Getsuga? I don't think he has Getsuga then. He cuts him real the, good, though. The first... He cuts him across, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. When is, the first, when is the first Getsuga? Is it Kimpachi? I No, it's a... Uh, he does it normally against uh, Byakuya for the first time. Okay. 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 And okay. Then he goes Bankai. That makes sense. Yeah, I guess he's still learning to be with fucking uh, who we now know as Yuhabaha in the Kibachi fight. So it makes sense he does not have fucking uh, hey, stupid ass Getsuga yet. They're both Zangetsu. Uh-huh. That's a cop at answers if I ever <laughs> went. So anyway. uh, what else? What else? What else? So, oh, yeah, we get Renji's introductions villain. And then also, it's worth noting that Best Girl Rukia is there as well. And then we get the mid credit scene coming up here. So, hey, Rukia's I, buff as fuck. Oh, yeah. Straps oh, yeah. two. Oh, yeah. I want to say, you know, Kensei's big, muscular. I want to say, like, about 250. Rose might be a little bit skinnier, about like 210 or so. He straps yeah, Rose up. a 210 and Kensei a 250? Oh, my man Kensei is ripped. Is, Kensei is way more ripped than Rose, and you're going to put them close? Well, he's like taller. That? I don't know, mate. I don't know. That's, that's I would say. Pythes quickly Google their, their weights. I would say Rose is probably in the 180. 180 is strange. Yeah, I, I, 180 would be Kensei great. Kensei got to be weighing a fuck ton, man. I was, What'd you put Kensei at? About 250. I agree with that. Yeah. Kensei, I think you nailed the other one. I don't if he's know, under, I'm like, I'm going to be surprised. Yeah. Because he's built. Ain't no way. Write, write that down. I am, in fact, looking up their heights and weights right now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, so that, let me talk about the eye catchers really quick. Um, so the first one is obviously about Rose. The second one is about Kensei. This is, of course, courtesy of Google Translate once again. Um, nobody's fucking translating these anymore to actually be legitimate English. So it says the Bankai of the Captain of the Third Division. Um, and same time that his power is activated, the shape of Kinsara transforms from a golden whip to a piece of string is what they're trying to do there. It transforms into a dance troupe of a dozen, a, a dozen of dancers and a hand that directs them. The dance company is then directed to show various hallucinations according to the performance. And the identity of the hallucination is music. The phony melody steals the opponent's hearts, which I mean the, the, the deceptive one, I assume is what I can say. And it turns hallucinations into a real phenomenon, inflicting damage, eventually leading to death. Oh, there you okay. Go. Thank you. So I wonder if his third melody is a guaranteed death thing like Shunsui's. That'd be cool. Ah, yeah, that would make a lot of sense. Yeah. Rose is... Uh... Six and a half feet tall, and he is 161 pounds. Dude, I know. What the fuck? I was like, you're, you're forgetting to account they're Asian. So uh, you're going based off of, like, this is a tall white boy. Uh, sorry, I'm going based off no. Americans. Yeah, like, uh, like no, way. no way. I get okay. you. I get you. Yeah. Do we get Kinsey? Let's see. Let's see. He's Kinsei, probably going to be, like, 180. Kinsey is a uh, 5'10 and a half, and he's a okay. uh, He's shorter than Danny. Yeah, and he's 165. Wait, is that what, – what, what did we say for Rose? He's uh, six and a half. There are four pound difference between the two? Yep. Nah, 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 nah. That's crazy. The, the f- all With all that muscle, and Kensei is like lighter than my sister. This is why Kensei's yeah. a fraud, dog. This is why he's a fraud. With all that muscle and all that, like, he weighs four pounds more than Rose. It looks like a twig. Shout out to the Bleach Wiki. <laughs> so let's go to the Kensei Bankai explanation now and the Captain of the Ninth Division obviously a Zanpakuto that explodes with the slash streaks but I guess that would line up to what we were saying where he does the slash then it does an explosion behind it maybe um, it says the Bankai the power of explosion into fish then it says the shape can be changed according to the battle situation as long as your fists are in contact with the enemy you'll continue to hit the enemy with explosive power so could he potentially not have brass knuckles or is it always a knuckle formation, but maybe the thing looped around him is it's a different a, shape? 
I think so. I think it's as long as he makes contact with you, right? So, but it says in here, this is of course Google Translate, but it says that the shape can be changed according to the battle situation. Uh, So, in when he does his Bankai during the Fate Karakura Town arc, he has this weird kind of blade thing on it. Oh yeah, they they're it was kind of like a horse horseshoe. Yeah, it looked like Like kind of like the the, the sea, and it had spikes, right? Yeah, I don't know if I don't know if it had the spikes, but it, it it did have kind of like a blade on it, and this time it was just brass knuckles. You can change like the fist shape depending on what he needs. Okay, so that's in, cool. In the artwork of the eye catcher, he almost has like a battering shape on his fist. Oh, that's is what he really has. Cool. Um, so yeah, maybe that just says that the, whatever is on his fist changes into shape depending on what he needs. Useful. Yeah, it, uh, potentially if we ever get to see him be of use. Period. So. Back to the episode where we get to see the actual person who's not going to be a fucking loser, Renji. Renji tells Rukia to just go ahead and take the two captains and leave, and he'll take this guy alone. Mass asks if he's sure that he does not want to double team him because, you know, villains are dirty cowards. So they feel free to use any dirty means necessary to win. And this whole time Mask is talking to him, he recognized the whole villain thing, right? Mask says, uh, oh, it seems you said something cool, but I can't hear you. I do like he that. I thought that was funny. He just heard him. He just heard him, though. Did he really? Yes. Like, what the fuck is that? Selective hearing. Well, is he, is he, are his ears uh-huh. damaged or not? Like, what is that? He literally, Ranging introduced him as a villain. Then he has a full conversation with him. He's like, oh, wait, I can't hear you. Uh, hello? Hello? Well, he, like, well he, he learned how to listen from Sam. Yeah, apparently he's reading lips and then fucking, I, I was going to say something not nice about him, but I'm going <laughs> to be a bit more positive. Um, so James starts yelling, cheer up, superstar, and his eardrums become magically Ooh. healed. So Pythes, of course. Starts, yeah, my, my apologies. I don't want to get shot against the wall here. Um, which I thought this was interesting as well. So his eardrums get healed, but he doesn't heal his chest. He doesn't heal his scuffed up arms. He keeps all of the other damage on him. Why would he not heal up to full? He's like Grim yeah. Joe. He's proud to have the scars. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's like part of his outfit, like wrestling. You know, he's mm-hmm. like, oh, like now I'm like the battle torn version. Like, uh, like that's I mean, cool. he does look pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He looks cool. He also, really does. Let's be honest. Were any of those attacks actual shit to him? Probably not, but I mean, yeah, it would still seem like it would make sense if you're going to heal. You might as well just heal everything, not just your fucking ears. I was very selective during that fight. I only <laughs> wanted to heal his ears. <laughs> okay, good. good to know. It was a Pythes choice. So Renji immediately slashes uh, James Pythes in two, and this this is where we get the Renji smirking thing that we were talking about earlier, and it just it was beautiful. It looked just like OG. And Rukia starts to carry the two captains away. Jonah, how she's a buff girl carrying about 200 pounds on both arms at this point. Incredible. Close to 300, I'd yeah, say. Yeah, yeah. And so Rukia sends somebody spiritual pressure, and it's probably like the ugliest girl in all of Bleach that she's sensing. And then uh, she <laughs> she goes down into the rebel, and then we see it's Asane. Oh yeah, man, I didn't know who that was gonna be. She's kind of cute. <laughs> Pythes' opinion. You know, you know how I feel about Asane. That's my girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we see Asane. She's down there doing her job. She's healing people. She's having a great time. And so Rukia brings the two dumbass captains to be healed. And that's the last we see of Rukia. So we go back to Mask and Renji, who uh, Renji's already sliced his fucking stomach up and is spewing blood goddamn everywhere and a part of his mask. And Renji says that a hero shouldn't hide his face. Which, I like that part. Yeah. I thought it was pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, it's kind of like your classic kind of a – superhero super villain kind of exchange yeah you know, like yeah, oh, very much hero, why are you was. hiding you know he's getting uh, and, some good shit talking on this yeah oh yeah, yeah. yeah oh yeah he does so pythes little dumbass starts to crawl out of his own mouth and starts cheering on superstar over and over he says superstar superstar and uh 
masked as how dare you scratch the soul of a masked man and so star the star power up becomes complete mask gets a brand new outfit blast black mask basically naked and this is where we get star lariat which yeah. i was like yeah. very reminiscent of naruto yep very reminiscent i was like damn we, we get killer we b mask against killer b and the raikage it's like yeah, 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 yeah the two go up against each other although i think the raikage being as fast as he is would take it in a, in a heartbeat but the- mask mask is also immortal so as long as james is there at least you got to do like a double kill no, you don't understand how much I love the third Raikage. <laughs> even even with one arm. I would also maybe cheer for Raikage. Oh, good. So James slash Pythes would be so impressed with the third Raikage, you would give up on worshipping Master Master and then switch over to the Raikage. No, you don't give up. You just go, I'm going to just let it fight out and just see who wins. <laughs> You're just going to be quiet while it all happens. It's like, hey, I like you both. Whatever happens, happens. Hands off no, the wheel. No, I'm going to be hype as shit the whole match and cheering on both of them. Oh, good. So they're okay. both getting power-ups. Maybe you yep. heal both of them over and over again until they just keep going. Yep. All right. That makes sense to me. So we get Star Rocket Punch as well. And there's a this is the portion where, like, Mask is shooting him up in the air, beating his ass all over and over again. Some point during that, you see Mask literally running up to keep attacking him in the air. He runs off rubble that he, yeah, like, he shoots Renji so through. Cool. And I was like, Damn damn that was really really fucking cool and we get followed up by star murder punch there and mass says basically you're gonna stay in the air forever like this and die by the hands of the superstar's divine powers and this is when we get his stern Raider shrift activated and he gains his red cloak and draws a huge ass red star in the sky i thought that was so cool yeah. he had a cape instead of yeah. the wings i'm yeah, like yeah. my god wait wait way cool and it's like what we talked about last time some of the shrifts where the other stern Raiders are not not that fucking cool but yeah the red cape baller it's like Ball. a Macho Man Randy Savage cape. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I believe, the OG yeah, I that. dog. So this is where we learn that Star Flash Supernova is the name of the attack that's happening. And it's also going to incinerate literally all of the Pythes that are downstairs, you know, just cheering for him. And Mask is like, hey, don't worry, guys. As long as I, like I'm alive, we are one as Star and Fan. And James will eventually come back anyways. So from the smoke, we see uh, Renji's little snake head peeking out from there. Wonder if it's going to be the old school Bankai or not. And it begins to wrap around Renji, become a new form. He says it's Hihio Zabimaru. And we get a flash over to Ichibe. This little fucker cannot leave an episode. <laughs> yep. He's in every episode of the season. So Ichibe comes here and he tells him that his the name of his Zanpakuto is a lie. The sword only partially acknowledges Renji, which I feel like has been true since the initial Society Rescue arc once again. When we saw his original Yo, baboon so. snake form, they were basically shit-talking him the whole time. The whole time. So uh, Renji's never been at one with his sword here. Makes and sense. each, Yeah, yeah, it, it lines up yeah. perfectly. This is one of those things where like, great callback, Kubo. Really good. He, he needed to get Bankai real quick. Yep. To sit, but he wasn't ready for it, so they gave him a shitty version. Yeah, they're like, here, we'll ink out a little this bit more This thing is so power. big, you can't hide it. Yeah, this is the most that we can ink out. Here you go, enjoy so Ichibe says that he came up with the name of or the name of Zanpakuto as well as Bankai and Shikai. And that's how he knows the name to literally all of these things. He was the first to name every phenomenon to occur in Soul Society. And we find out that his name given to him by the Soul King is Manaka Osho, which it means speaking the true name. And that's where we learned Zabimaru's true name, So'o Zabimaru, which was close to what he was originally saying. So not bad. And my roller coaster of emotions here when i thought we were hearing number one start to kick on oh my god you two a whole new fucking song i was was, i'm okay with it yeah that shit 
Dude, that was like, oh, okay, hell yeah. And then I heard a little bit of a remix. Like, is there a remix? Are they doing a remix? Whole new song. Whole new song. Whole same, new song. Uh, same, I think it's the same group yeah, that yeah, does yeah, same it. Person, yeah. Same, yeah, person. same person. And it was amazing. Like, I like so much because I feel like, you know, Renji, he's kind of been, I don't know. Shafted? It's hard. I was going to say the boy to Ichigo, but it's hard because I feel like Ichigo has so many boys. He has so many rivals. Like, for this one, you know, Uryu is like obviously you know his boy but renji's been there as well he's been side by side so i like that he got his own by yeah, like he got his moment person. he yeah. definitely got, a he great got his moment. own song and everything it was incredible fucking knocked out of the park i'm amazed that they got that person to come back i wish i wrote down the name i can't remember the name of the, of the lady who sang the original song but incredible like renji renji has like the most believable friendship that developed with ichigo because they go from bitter enemies to rivals to love hey, rivals still kind of rivals yeah but that we're friends yeah yeah he's had the most progression for sure where i feel like a lot of them have had the classic kind of anime with like Udyu is like yeah we're enemies psych we're good hey don't worry about it i like you you know what let's kick yeah. it where renji has been the most cautious all the way through you know where he's like mm, still don't kind of like this guy they argue all the time and it's like you know what we're tight we're tight like we didn't boys it's the, it's, Ride you know, or die. It's the, yeah, yeah, the arguments that bring them close together. I, I could see those two hanging out on a day off. That's oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. If Ichigo wants to hang out with him ever, but Ichigo, I feel like he's just always shown by himself in his room, and he just gets invaded. So we get back to Mask, and Mask attempts to attack, and Renji calls out Hiyo as part of his Bankai Grows and basically extends his fucking monkey fist to go grab that Mask. Badass. And he, like, tosses Mask, grabs him by the wrist, and fucking breaks his, like, crushes his hand and throws him into a building. And this is where we find that he really did it because Mask explains, how dare you crush the star's left hand? And now he states that he doesn't give a shit about justice or evil anymore, and he just, you're so dead. He just wants to kill you at this point. And this is where we found out, uh, well... Renji jumps forward with his new Bankai and plunges it literally right through Mask's chest. And we see his kind of new form of his sword at this point as well, which I thought looked incredible, looked beautiful, looked ma- amazing. And we see the giant yellow snake of Ryatsu thing appear behind him. And Renji- that was so sick. Yeah, the sick, snake bite. Sick. Renji uh, is, goes So-O, Zabimaru, and then Zaga Teppo as the snake closes his jaws, covering both of them. And Mask just immediately begins to fucking crumble to dust. He got Thanos, dude. Yeah, it's just like fucking game over for Mask at that point. And they end the episode... With mass fucking disintegrating. We get a fat after credit scene here. Super fat. So, Yuha, Baha, Uryu, hanging out where they're always hanging out. Just on their little throne, having a good-ass time. And Yuha explains that James... So, James is dead. And then, which, you know, as we talked about earlier, James is the true wielder of the S. So, he only mentioned... Pythes. Pythes is the true wielder of S. So, he only mentioned Pythes' name. And he (laughs) summoned the power to come back to him. So then we see a shadow begin to conceal Yuaba and go across the room as like kind of it's escaping. But then Ugrim takes its spot, which I thought was clean as fuck. I was just about to say the animation for that little bit yeah. was fucking clean. fantastic. So Hashwalth is there, a.k.a. Jugram, a.k.a. Ugrim. And he explains that Yuaba is asleep and only while he sleeps can he return to being the father of Quincy's to build up his strength. And his sleep must not be interrupted. Oh, he uh, goes into Odin sleep. Exactly. So Hashwalth and his majesty are connected. Basically, he explains that like the two of them are, you know, where we're buds, where we're one and the other. And he says, rather, that's the case for all Quincy's, which I don't know why he had to explain that part, because clearly Jugram and him have some sort of weird buddy boy thing going on. And he goes on to explain, like, you know, why does his majesty possess such powers? What sort of being his, is his majesty? And not even Sokin Ishida was able to figure it out, which we see fucking of all people. I wouldn't have had it on my 2023 fucking bingo chart. Uryu's grandpa yep. makes a fucking return and we see him. I'm like, dude, what's he doing there? 
What's my boy doing there? But hey, it's, we always it's to, it's, it's to remind people who don't know who the fuck that is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> did anyone just name drop? Hey, yeah, so yeah, so Kinoshita, and everybody, who the fuck? And they're like, hey, gotta Google him, Grandpa. Come on, like remember from the like the first few seasons? Like, come on. I know there are people that are watching this new season that have never seen Bleach before. Okay. Oh yeah, there's a bunch of people. Well, that one scene is not going to explain who the fuck that is, but I guess you could context who's old man, possibly Uri's grandpa. I mean, with well, the last name Ishida. Ishida, and also if if they bring him up again, they'll be like, oh yeah, that guy. Yeah, it's like, oh, the guy that we showed in that after credit scene. You remember him? So Drugum says that he, suppose that he can tell Uryu as he is the successor of Yuhabaha, and that's what we get at the end of the episode. So potential big explanation of Yuhabaha's powers coming up, I imagine is probably going to be another fucking end credit scene because uh, they just love swinging yeah. those things. We didn't get Ichigo this time. True, mm-hmm. true. I thought we were going to get Ichigo for sure in his new outfit. Same. I was so excited to see it. Mm, that's true. I didn't even think about that. So we get the end poem by Asna, of course, because that's going to be the next episode that comes up. It's going to be Rukia's time to shine, baby. And he says there's no difference between living and being allowed to live, just as there's no difference between dying and being killed. And we learn that Bleach 19 is going to be called the White Haze. I do like Asnod. I love his voice, though. It's so dark and oh, creepy. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I can't even imitate that. That's so cool. It's so deep. That's the weird part. It kind of makes he, sense for him, though. It's like it kind of sounds Manson like thing. if there was a male version of the grudge and it spoke. Yeah. Where he's very yeah. raspy. Yeah, I agree. I expect him to be like high pitched and kind of weird, but he sounds he sounds terrifying. Yeah. Yeah, oh, exactly yeah. what I thought he would sound and like. They, they, like I said, they do a fucking 10 out of 10 job on that. Really, really good. All right. Pythes passing to you. Um, I've seen a lot of people talking that there's a lot of cuts and a lot of changes that they did in this Master Masking episode, but I'm going to pass yeah. that to you, Pythes. All right. So I just want to point out, I love that Shunsui has the squad one insignia on his little flip phone. Oh, cool. oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. It was funny as shit. I just, it shows the difference between him and Yama. I don't even know if Yama knows what a phone is. Nah, he communicates in butterflies only. Yeah, he's butterflies, or he they, he had that big screen that one time, and I think Mayuri said, yeah, just talking to the wall. Oh, yeah, he did have the big yeah, screen he where he chimed in on the TV. Yeah, and I'm, I can't imagine he used that often. No, definitely not. See, we already talked about up, updating the topography and all that shit, telling uh-huh. people where stuff is. That's great. A title card of mask drop kicking is exactly the same as in the manga. Oh, sick. Okay, okay. Uh, let's see. When Mask announces his name, he also adds that the cheers are the source of my power. Okay, so f- from what I saw a lot too, I feel like a lot of explanations of Mask's power kind of hit the cutting room floor. You didn't really need the explanation. Yeah, it yeah. kind of a, it you, makes sense. You can he's got grasp a hype man. what it's from from seeing it, and then he, the one explanation he does give is like, "Well, as long as I'm alive, James is alive," and it's like, "Okay, got it." Makes sense. And uh, did that was the end of volume sixty-two. Okay, okay. Oh, 63. I just wrote, fuck Rose, he just killed me. <laughs> <laughs> so I have the, the thanks to the manga, the, the translation of what Rose's Bankai is. Uh, Kinshara Butoden is Golden Shala Dance Troupe, and Shala is Sanskrit for house or home. Hmm. Okay. Okay. And the, the final thing for his dance, uh, Ein Heldenlaben. It just means is a hero's life. Okay, I dig that. Yeah, and, and as soon as Rose gets blasted, I wrote, get fucked. That's what you deserve. <laughs> yeah, get a so star-shaped hole. I do also know that in the manga, that Rose's Bankai, I believe, is 17 people that he summons, and this one is a dozen. That's fine. 
got to cut the CG budget. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, but you're gonna die anyways. And it, it doesn't seem like any now that we know the translate names of the songs and all that stuff. It doesn't seem like any of them have to do with a specific number. So it, what does it matter? Cut it down. Hey, he's like, just may- dead, dead, right? No, yeah, but, Rose. Yeah, yeah, but no. Like he's currently dead. He comes back as a zombie, then he gets fixed because Mayuri can do anything. Mm-hmm. I don't know how he reanimates them like that, but that's cool. Don't worry about it. Uh, let's see, they cut a single line from Rose. Where right right after he's hit by the beam before he falls down, he just says, "Crap." <laughs> <laughs> Man, I kind of would have liked that. That would have been good. Uh, so when Rookie and Rinji are appearing and they're posing, I just wrote, "Oh, they have matching goggles." Hey, yeah. yeah. Well, I like to think that they probably got dressed up together and they're like, "Nice." Like, yeah, we look, they probably looked we at look each other fucking like, "Good, I like it." Mm-hmm. So styling. Uh, the scene of Rukia and Rinji just take not sorry Rukia taking Kinsey and Rose to safety is anime only. Great scene, great scene. I've seen all kinds of fan art for that one already. Yeah, great ten out of ten scene. Yep. See, I just wrote Yay Isane's here. Yeah, let's see, lighting from the fire on Rinji's bonkai looks so fucking good. Yeah, they yeah. they did a really really good job on this episode in terms of animation, like as a whole, really good. Uh, so the after credit scene is just a part of the manga. It's it's just a conversation that uh, Yugram and Uryu have, like, right after the mask fight. So I don't know why they made an after credit scene. It's really weird. Mm-hmm. I mean, hey, I, I mean, nothing says the after credit scene has to be an anime only. So maybe they just thought yeah, that would true. be a good little tease going forward and, like, fuck it, we'll throw it to the after credit scene and we'll, we'll set it up from there. So here's the stuff they cut from the fight. So basically... uh. Panel for panel, everything that happened with Kinsei and Rose is exact same as in the manga. Well, they couldn't cut shit from that because the fight was already so fucking fast. Yeah, it was short as fuck. They had to give them something. Good. It's funny as fuck. Uh, So here it is. So after his eardrums are healed, he tries to go for the Star Rocket headbutt and Reggie dodges it like it ain't nothing. He basically does like a Domon Kashu from G Gundam, if you've ever seen that. That was like a foreign fucking language to me, what you just said. Okay, Jose, you know what that is at least. Yes. Uh, so, so it's Gundam, but also Dragon Ball. Uh, it, it's the one where, like, instead of piloting the Gundam through a cockpit, you're the fighter, and so you get you get strapped with a suit in the middle of it, and then it responds to your movements. Yeah. But how is Mass doing that? What? He Domon, explain to him. Yeah. Yeah, Domon has a special move where he explodes your head if he touches you. And it's called it's, burning fingers and uh, yeah, yeah. well, burning and shining depending on which Gundam he's in. Yeah, and he has a crest light up on his hand, and he that's has the a whole coolest speech. fucking shit ever, though. Okay? He has if a I, whole ass speech. If I that, got a hand tattoo, it would be that. <laughs> yeah, I I will send you the clip on Instagram later, Sam. You have to promise okay. to watch it. Okay. He's gonna uh, laugh because it's so corny. It's so fucking. I'm sending the dub version too. Okay. <laughs> so basically, a star crest appears on the back of his hand. And he says, oh, with anger, this is a sign chosen to defeat evil. And then he tries to use Star Murder Punch, which Rinji just catches. And then he, try- he tries to Dragon Ball Z punch Barrage Rinji. And he's screaming at Rinji to die. And B- Rinji just clowns on him the whole time. <laughs> okay, all right. And then, we- and then we cut back to the anime. So they cut a whole bunch of scenes of Rinji being a fucking badass, huh? R- Rinji dog walks Mask for a while. I and feel they, like those cut scenes that they did, like the one that you're talking about, I, it, it kind of lessens Renji's W. Because I feel like yeah. with this one, you know, it was such a minor exchange. Obviously, Renji fucking roasted his ass still in the anime. 
but it wasn't shown how dominant Rinji was as compared to the manga. The scene in the manga and the cut where he's dodged the headbutt and he tries to you know hit him with his instant killer hand move and Rinji still just fucking dodges. And that that just shows him like being a fucking a badass. Like, like he doesn't even dodge the the murder punch. He grabs it and he he, he doesn't. He, move. Yeah, he's he Dragon Ball catches it. Yeah. Okay. Rinji literally catches his murder punch and he's like, yeah. yeah what about it? Yeah. Yeah, what the fuck are you gonna do about it? Because he's a villain, man. Yeah, hey, I hate to say it. Even when Renji's getting W's, he's getting L's. That's tough, dude. <laughs> and it's during like the punch barrage, I believe, unless I'm crazy and forgot that he, the mask looks over and he has cut me in half. Oh, so, yeah. crazy. Well, you know, villains are villains use underhanded tricks. Dog, that's what I'm saying. They're changing these fights sometimes, and they're making them fast as fuck. Like that is that is that would have been so nice. That would have been almost a whole episode. Yeah, well, it's it's like it's crazy. I don't know what. Maybe it's something to do with the pacing of next episode because we are going to get an explanation of what the fuck is up with Yuha. But like, oh, uh, that might make sense. Yeah, they didn't need the after credit scene. Just skip that and give me more of the mask fight. True. And then move the after credit scene to just next episode. I agree. I would have been down with that route, hands down. But it, I, I don't know. They, I, I think they're in their after credit groove right now. <laughs> they're just like every episode needs to have an after credit cliffhanger. Every single one. I like. I was. I didn't really get it last episode, but this episode, I saw exactly what you meant last week, Sam. Where you're like, shit's going by at a million miles an hour. Yeah, yeah it's fast, man. It's that's why really, I opened really up fast. with that. I was like, I was like, it's just going so fast. Fast, mm-hmm. fast as shit. And even also, the stuff, like I say, and the stuff they're cutting is purely just for making shit faster. And I was, I, I didn't say it at the time, but when Rinji uses his Bonkai to like crush Mask's hand, it's because that's the hand that the crest appeared on for the murder punch. Oh. Yeah. Well, fuck. That makes a lot of sense. Okay. Murder it punch. Still, it still looked cool. Yeah, it still looked but, really, really cool. I gotta say, I love that Mask has named for all his moves. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hey, I mean, Basby did it too, right? Mask yes. is a fucking great ass villain. I love only him. potential complaint I'm giving. This is a, pulling a little bit straws here, you know, or the stretching nitpicking. This out. Nitpicking. Thank you, Jose. Um, his powers are very similar to another Stern Ritter that will show up later. So, I I, I yeah. agree with you. So that is the only thing that is you know. I I feel like a little nitpicky on that, but then you know the other Stern Raider that potentially you know maybe looks like a Viking, you know maybe Thor a little bit. Fucking Gerard, uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> just like fucking Gerard. Um, the name's Gerard Valkyrie for fuck's sake. Oh well, yeah, we, there we go, combo baby. <laughs> <laughs> so it's similar powers, and I feel like with Renji, where we see he just suddenly I guess has the power to insta kill somebody like that. Just put fucking put Renji against Gerard. Like, call it a day. Then we wouldn't get the cool three-piece combo. I'm super excited for the three-piece combo. That's going to be so fucking badass. But I'm just saying, if we're choosing prime matchups, apparently Renji is the ultimate immortal person killer. So just put him Hey, man, I'm just excited to see Hitsugaya's older brother show up. Yeah, yeah, let's go, (laughs) baby. Let's go. That that part in the manga is so fucking funny. Hopefully they don't cut it. I hope they don't cut it, yeah. It is hilarious. Because that is totally, if I was picking scenes, that is a potential they cut. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I would not cut that for the world. Yeah, but you're not behind it. You wouldn't cut the Renji scene either, Pythes, and now look where we are. This is true. I had a, I had a whole thing about the shit they cut from Amida. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey, they're making some crazy cuts. And you know honestly, I, I'm for it. I'm for it because they should be able to 
you know, cut whatever they want to make it as quick as they want. But man, goddamn. You know, Sam, you're on to something with Mask and Gerard because I'm remembering Gerard's also kind of a weird, goofy villain, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. ev- everybody, everybody's off having their fights and then it'll cut to Gerard like running around wondering where everybody is. Well, yeah. And I just feel like they gave Gerard kind of the Yami treatment. Like there's just always one of those characters where it's like they're just the big punching bag. To be fair, Gerard's like he's way tougher than Yami was. And well, like, how, do, they, how do we how do we know? How do we know? Because he took on three people instead of two. I mean, we never get to see the Yami fight. Well, we ne- we never. Get, well, Yami dies for sure, and they never defeat Gerard. Well, I ask you this one, Pythes. Yeah. Did Gerard have a pet dog? Because that's going to sway a lot into my opinion of Gerard. Oh, that's true. He has a pet dog named Master Masculine. No. <laughs> no, that doesn't count. No. We are undercutting fucking Yami's nice dog that stayed there after he died. I was sad. Okay. I was like, oh, How can you get a dog so loyal like that? Uh, literally because he's like, yeah, Yami reminds me of my last owner. Okay, well, let's not knock the knock the reasoning on that, okay? We're, we're, I'm not asking <laughs> for logic here. But he's, he's, he's got a dog that was loyal. Do you, does, want, do you want the lore or not? Well, Gerard don't got a fucking dog, all right? So he's a loser. <laughs> he has his own dog. Who? No, he is the dog. He has he has that golden retriever energy. Okay, 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 okay. Anyways, Gerard, similar to Mask. Super similar. Very similar and with a better design. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, I, agree. I agree too. Mm-hmm. I, I like the mask. I do the like the luchador design. looking yeah, stuff. Yeah, but... it's great. It's a good time for everybody involved. Yeah. <laughs> like, like Mask is like, Mask and Mask is high up on my list of favorite Stern Ritters, but he's in like, it's like the bottom of the top five. I got a question for you. We still have a lot of Thousand Year Blood left. Has the anime made the Stern Ritters a more likable cast to you? Well, we ha- we've had more scenes with them, but not a whole lot. They, they still seem, see- they're like one dimensional villains, really. Yeah, so I feel like we're getting a little bit from what I could get from the end credit scene of this episode, episode seventeen. Um, we're getting a little bit of. It seems like they're trying to humanize them just a little bit with the Jugram stuff, talking about how he's the father of all the Quincy's. You wonder how he got this power. I took that as kind of like, oh, here, let me explain a little bit of the the villain backstory. Yeah, let me let, let me give, give you a little peek behind the curtains. They're just sprinkling sprinkling it in a little but bit I where they can. Feel like they're yeah, they're just like they don't hold a candle to the Spada. Um, and I don't think that's just me you know, nostalgia remembering. At no, least they're not even the, close. At least with the Espada, I feel like, you know, different personalities when they, this is a classic fucking anime thing. When they were dying, at least they got fucking cut scenes. Yo, yeah. Explaining a little bit about some of them. I mean, Okura's was sad as fuck. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So I, I mean, I just feel like we're not, I don't know. What's there to say about the sermon aside from that you have created them. Like what, what, I, what is I, there to say? I got I think the problem is that, you know, there's 26 letters in an alphabet and we have to have, no, 27 because there's two A's. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, there's two R's 20, also, or two L's. The, yeah, there's two L's, and there's also two V's. Okay, there you go. And and, and a guy called Sigma. So there there's way more. And, like, do we have time for all of these guys? Dude, imagine Kubo coming up. was like, yeah, I'm going to have this troop. They're going to all be a letter of the alphabet, every single one of them. And his editor goes, you know you're going to have to do at least 26 characters then, right? It's like, fuck. <laughs> it's like, considering, considering how much Kubo loves to draw weird shit, 
I assume he came in with everybody's design and was like, I'll figure it out later. <laughs> he probably had them ready in like a like a black book. And he's just like, yep, you look like a letter J. You look like a letter O. Yeah. As laid you know what, the table, another A. Moved him around, good to go. And it's like, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll fit him in somewhere. The man's amazing. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, I mean, they all, it's hard to not tell them apart. They're all pretty distinctive. True. True. They're all pretty distinctive. And the powers are pretty, I mean, aside from the mask uh, comparison, I feel like pretty unique. You did a pretty good job with them. Like I, st- I still really like the jail guy. Yep, yep. Uh, the only one I feel like he a little bit caught out on was King Do, but uh, they just threw he him in the generic, trash. generic, but I mean, there's got to be well, one not even generic design, dude. He was like eye for iron. Like, like yeah. we, what, what do you do with it? Make iron claws? Like, that's the least you could do. Uh, well, we'll see in the execution scene, but he can heal or not heal. He, uh, he has iron skin, which okay. I'd like to point out, so did Noitora, and that didn't help. True, true. That is true. Should have. Do you think? I assume they have. Do you think Yuha Baha gave them information on how their fights went with Yaspada? I'm sure they saw. Because I feel like maybe that would be a little bit like if I was Kane Do and I was watching the fight with Noitora, like, ooh, yeesh. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, that's a lot like my powers. Like, yep. it's not what I like to hear there. The homie just used two hands and cut right through him. Maybe, like, look- I, maybe I don't try and start smoke with Kenpachi. Yeah, like this isn't looking good for me, boys. I'm gonna avoid that big one at all costs. Like, fuck that. Do you think Kang Du was talking to those three other guys? Like, guys, listen, I watched the tapes. You could all totally take Kenpachi. Yeah, he's like, (laughs) you three. I'm not even joking. Imagine you guys killed Captain for you, Habaha. Imagine I got just the guy for you guys, just the fucking guy. Take out Squad Eleven, Captain. Yeah, it's like he's gonna be by himself, fucking jump his ass. He's like, he's got no powers, and they all like salivating at the mouth yeah 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 this is gonna be great and in the meantime he's like sneaking away fuck that <laughs> like, i don't know why i I picture uh yuha being so like old school and you know how like the old training videos you would get and you're like watch this video yeah. and the, that's what he gave them on all the captains uh, uh, he's like here you go he's like no bankai no shikai you guys can kill him <laughs> makes sense to me he's like here's your paperwork boom 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 i assume he probably assigned them all the matchups also he's like this for you this for you yeah, this yeah. for you this for you I mean, he is a what is it uh one of the for uh, war, what do they call them? War potentials or something? Yes. Yeah. 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 The war potentials. Mm-hmm. I think there's five. Five. There's Rocky, Aizen, Ichigo. Yeah. Urahara, and who am I missing? Ichibe. Yama. Ichibe. Oh wait, yeah, what's Ichibe? Yeah, Yama wasn't part of it because he got fucking roasted, homie. Boy, fucking did he? Good fight mm-hmm. though. Great fight. <laughs> yeah, GGs, GGs <laughs> for the homie. Uh, I will say that that's what we're still missing from this season. Like the the holy shit, look at this animation long fight that lasts for two episodes. True. I agree. I I think they are saving that for the Kenpachi and Grimmy fight. But with how fast all of these fights have been going on, I don't know. I don't know. The fight lasts like a volume. And yeah. all the other fights so far have lasted like half a volume. So the, the last two episodes. Because probably. we have to get the Yachiru stuff in there as well. So... There, there's got to be at least a couple episodes that dedicated to Grammy and Kenpachi. Yeah, but if so I remember correctly from the manga, the Kenpachi and Grammy fight is going on the same time as the Miyuri versus the hand fight, right? No, no. That no. hand fight happened. Pernita's really like later. Yeah. Oh, really? I fucking that, remember that going hand in hand. No. I think that's third season part. I I think you're thinking that because during that fight, Miyuri has to save Kenpachi from rushing in like a dumbass and getting killed. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. 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 Potentially, I guess. I, I don't know. I could have sworn they were hand in hand. 
Okay, so yeah, there's gotta be the Kibachi uh, fight. They uh, get yeah. it, get it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Meant to do that, hilarious. Uh, but it's gotta be Kibachi versus Grammy then, hundred percent. And that should be happening relatively soon because I think after you got the Rukia fight and then Bianchi shows up, and I think the Yachiru thing, and then I think possibly yeah, just the Grammy fight left. Yeah. I think that'll be the big one this, of of the season for sure. Like we were talking about last time, we don't aside from Ichigo's new fit, we're pretty much running out of scenes of stuff that we saw in the trailer. So it's all gonna be new ground. I I forget where the fight with the zombie girl happens. It's happened somewhere in there. I think that's right before, right? It should be after the Rukia fight, but before Grimmy. All right, well, we're just going to have to wait and see. Yeah, because exactly. We all got boomer memory here, so who knows where that fuck that fight's <laughs> going to go. Hopefully someone in the comments can let us know. Anything else that was miscut or anything you want to talk about, Pythes? Uh, fuck Rose, he killed me. Okay, yeah, I mean, hey, I hey. agree with that shit. I agree with that shit. Honestly, fuck That's Rose, fuck Kensei. So. Once again, uh, Mask has come in with a bunch of drop kicks from nowhere for since the start of this anime, and I've loved every second of it. True. I, I We're never going to see him again. Yep. And, Rest uh, in peace, homie. Again, laughed so hard i cried when rose got hit with the star beam that's all okay. i got well, so, so, so <laughs> he's like they wow oh didn't they also cut a scene where uh mask remembers renji i don't think so but that could just me for me being forgetting shit i think they cut a scene where mask didn't i drop kick you already that's what i literally think the exchange is and i think renji gets upset that he wasn't remembered that sounds about right i, I, I swear because i'm watching this hand in hand with the manga flipping through it and i don't think that's in there Damn. all right mandala so potentially i just created that scene or it could be in the manga somewhere who's to really say anyways we got good shit coming up we got uh rukia coming up we talked about kipachi versus grammy there's a zombie girl fight that happens somewhere there biakia returns and anything that happens after that who the fuck knows it could be goddamn anything the amount of scenes are gonna have. we're gonna get you backstory Ichigo's got to show up at some point. It's going to be all kinds of good shit. All right, let's wrap it. Thank you guys for hanging out. As always, we'll be back next weekend for another episode. Let us know what your favorite part of the episode was, what your favorite cut. Let's get in the animation portion of it. And if you know where any of the fights that we're just bumfuck confused on, where those come into play in a timeline, leave it in the comments down below. And of course, make sure you guys are liking and subscribing. We will see you guys next time. Bye, everybody. Nice buns, soft, fluffy, and ultra low net carbs. Discover Hero Bread, the delicious ultra low net carb bread with incredible taste and texture. Hero Bread has zero grams of sugar and is under 100 calories per serving, plus high in fiber with 5 to 10 grams of protein per serving. Order from hero.co now and get 10% off your first purchase with promo code AH10. That's 10% off with code AH10. H E R O.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.